into wrestling banter with Jeff the Ref and Angry Mark Dave. So what's going on today, Angry Mark Dave? Let's see. What's making you angry out there in the wrestling world today? Last night, Pentacon Jr. and Sammy Callahan had a good match. And they introduced Spikes. And for some reason, Pentagon Jr. held one spike to his head and hit the spike with the other one. And it looked like a toothpick. So why not just hit it with his freaking hand? I don't get this shit. Doesn't make any sense. Didn't look like it hurt. It hit him once and he's rolling around the floor like that was the biggest bump in the entire world. Well, I mean, maybe he was trying to make it look like he hammered it into his head as opposed to it doesn't look as likely if you're going to use your hand to drive a spike into somebody's head. I understand it may look like a toothpick. Have you ever tried to hit a Dale with another Dale? That shit's hard. Yeah. I ain't going to do it. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's needed in the wrestling world either. I'm just explaining well, to you I mean, why it may have happened. I'm trying to explain to you logic here in the un- illogical wrestling world. Well, what, the last night, the Slammiversary, they had nothing but weapons, so... They could have come up with something. I agree. They could have been a little bit more creative on that. And then the, the one spot with Sammy and uh, Pentagon Jr., whatever his finish is, he put six chairs up, stacked them next to each other right. so he could stand on them. Yeah. He picks them up and then drops them. Yeah. But the problem is, is Pentagon Jr. knocked all the chairs out of the way with his damn legs, so it's just like a regular move on the mat. The chairs had no impact on it. He would have been better off going off the second or top rope and giving the avalanche, whatever that is. It would have been better doing that. It looked, it looked yeah. more more devious. More realistic. Yeah. Better. Or powerbombed him through some chairs. I got you. It well, was some weird cradle. His head's in his crotch. I don't they, they, I mean, you know, they're trying. Hey, and, and to Impact's credit, though, they did come out of the gate swinging with this one. Um, they've got a couple new bookers over there. They're trying. They're trying new shit. Oh, and from what I heard, it's great. I mean, great paper. Yeah, I mean, so I got to give them credit for at least, you know, they, they've been doing it for 15 years and people have been waiting for them to fall down and, and fall on their ass and they have yet to do it. So, I mean, uh, they're able to maybe bounce back a little bit from this. It gives people, I mean, it may not be necessarily your, you, you know, your cup of tea of what to watch, but it does give you something else out there to watch and gives the other wrestlers another platform somewhere else to go and wrestle. If, you know, for whatever reason, they're not getting picked up by somebody. Oh, I would have watched it, but I wasn't paying for it. No, oh so, no, I'm not going to pay for it. So either. Instagram allowed me to watch it. <laughs> we don't say how we get it illegally uh, uh, around here. Well, they, they posted it. Like, well, I mean, just because you can get most live some, feeds anywhere on anything. There were some crazy spots with um, Johnny Impact and uh, Petey Williams. How did Tessa Blanchard look? Uh, I didn't see any footage of it, but uh, everyone says she looked good. I mean, they, they, I mean, she just signed a two year deal. But they were doing, they had a fatal four way with two other guys. Uh, I can't remember. I can't even pronounce the name. Probably right. But <laughs> some of the spots on the ropes that these guys were doing was straight crazy and incredible. Like the balance, like they're hopping through. I mean, it was. I, well, they said these days they would almost recommend you to take a class in gymnastics so that you can, if you're wanting to get into wrestling, um, just because of the moves that they're out. Uh, we're doing. three minutes and 30 seconds in, and Jeff, the ref, has got to have another cigarette. So this must be super stressful. No, it's not even stressful. It's just give me something to do. <laughs> like, we're doing a podcast, buddy. I understand. I All right. So tonight, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. We're Monday Night Raw. Um, Stephanie McMahon's huge. Mega big. Over the top. Oh, my gosh. It's going to rock the wrestling world announcement. What do you think it is? Speculation. Uh, I'm going to go with what the internet rumor is, of course. And that is. Rumor and innuendo? Yes. And we will. Conrad Thompson. 
Um, rumor and innuendo over here, but no, I think I think it is. I mean, it probably will be an all women's pay per view. Do I think they can pull it off? It'll be interesting to see. Um, I mean, what do you? You want to get people to tune in. You got to give them the matches that they want to see. But then, do you give away matches that you would have at Mania or one of your big four? Well, if this if they're going to do an all women's pay per view, it is sort of like their Mania. Um, I believe that. I think they're going to do something with uh, women's tag titles. Yeah, I think that's going to be where so, her announcement is. It. I, I think that could be tonight. But if they do the all women's pay per view, why not have the tournament consist in that? Well, they might do that. They might even have so the finals you, you, there. Or not, not finals. I don't want finals because then you got to fill out the rest of the card with matches that don't well, have here, a purpose. Okay. If you if you have your tournament within that, and then you have your two main titles True. defended, that. Books, books up your card pretty yeah. good, and the only the only uh, how many two, women do you have for a tag team though? Well, I mean, you at least do eight. I mean, I'd say eight probably, person, eight, maybe eight man, and then you go eight four two. Yeah, you could do that, and they could, you know, the the first few matches don't have to be super long. Um, and they can you can even put a time limit on them of 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, they not, don't have to go 30, 45 minutes. No. These women, hey, you, but can here, let, you can leave that to the final well, one. But here's my question then for you. Mm-hmm. Let's say they're going with the tag team belts, mm-hmm. which was the other speculation. Okay. Let's say that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Who, what tag teams? I mean, uh, who did they got women tag team wise? Well, you know, you've got on a regular a, basis. On a, well, you don't have on a regular basis. That's the, the point of introducing it. You could even you could even start having them showcase themselves on Raw and on SmackDown. I get it, but you I mean, know, and, like, and, and just having matches to get people. But you've got the Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. You've got Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. You have got. Uh, you could do Nia Jax and Natalya. Okay. You could do um, Charlotte and Becky. No, because see, I think Charlotte and Becky both need to be in title fights at that pay per view. I, I think it needs to be because I'm all we're all assuming R- uh, Rousey's going to win at SummerSlam. Yeah. So if she wins, I think the best money is you have Charlotte challenge Rousey at the All Women's pay per view. It doesn't have to be brand specific type deal. Mm-hmm. And then you have if Becky beats Carmella, you have Becky face Asuka. Those are two. Good matches that I believe would draw some people in just on I think Becky and Asuka would definitely be a big draw. Um, they don't need to go Carmella and Asuka again because they've already done that. Yeah. So my you got Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox that just tagged this past week against Sasha and Bailey. Okay. So you got Sasha and Bailey as well. Because now they've confessed their love for one another. So I know. Assuming they're fine. Um, yeah. So you we got. don't know where they're going with that. So if though. you count it, you got the Rise Squad right now. That's one. You can do Dana Brooke and Alicia Fox. Two. two. Uh, Natalia and um, Nia Jax, uh, Sasha and Bailey, and then you've got the Iconics on the one side. Okay, you've got Mandy Rose, Sony Deville. Um, so, well, if they're going to do eight person, they're probably going to do four tag teams from each Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, well, there's six right there, and you could even pull up some NXT girls. I think they probably will do that. You pull up, a, you, you have it not be a brand exclusive type deal. Mm-hmm. You bring up some of the NXT girls, you create that division. There's a reason for having them. Up um, well, I know there's the one girl from NXT. They've said she's been. Uh, I just saw Nikki Cross come up. That's what I was going to say. She was at the, uh, the live events for the, like yeah, the actual Yeah, they've been roster. using her for that. So. so you find Nikki Cross a partner. 
honestly, I kind of would rather see Nikki Cross and Alicia, the two craziest freaking batshit crazy women. That would be awesome. Like, yeah, Just crazy like a fox. You could even call him a tag team name. Yeah. Uh, so, well, that's her, that's her t-shirt. Well, I know, but you can still go with that as a tag team too. But yeah. So, I mean, there's at least six or so. I mean, I'm sure they can piece it together the final two because there's going to be at least, you know, a couple teams that aren't. They're yeah. Not, they're not going to win it. So you can just piece together some people and then you have your main people there because now with Nia not having a title, what do you do with her? Natty's not got nothing going on. You've got these people. Who well, you definitely got some people that, that deserve more than what they've been getting. And yeah. uh, I mean, I, I think a tag, tag belts will de- definitely do them good. And if they actually do what they said, which is they're going to have them being defended on both sides, not like raw women's tag belts and smack them. That, that would dilute it. But if yeah. they keep it just tag belts, that still gives them the single styles to go after. And then they can form a tag team and, and go after it. So, all right, let's see what else we got. We got a uh, uh, Bray and, 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 and Matt, the, the, the leaders of the, the leader of worlds and the rematch against the B team, yep. which found out interesting fact. Uh-huh. And, and, and this is a historical fact. When Bo Dallas won that tag belt because he beat Bray Wyatt technically in the match, you know, or in the tag match because Bray was the, that was the first time in WWE history that a brother has ever beat another brother for any kind of belt in WWE history. Hmm. No other brothers, not even the hearts, none of them have ever done that. Not brothers. <laughs> well, legit brothers. <laughs> legit brothers. Okay. So, well, like blood, you know. Like, uh, yeah, I definitely don't see them winning it back. Um, no, I think that they're gonna. I don't know where they're going with Matt and Bray. I mean, um, that'll be it. I, I, I was, I liked them as a tag team, but I, I guess they don't have staying power. And to a lot of people's opinion, that's fine. Um, they served their purpose, they got the B team over. I mean, B team's over like hotcakes right now, so that's a good thing. Yeah, and you got AOP in the in the wings waiting. Uh, you got the revival sitting AOP, there. though, man, AOP is not. I mean, they're just not registering right now with the fans for some reason. The fans are dead on them. Well, they were the same dead on Nia Jax at first when she was just squashing people. It took getting some legitimate competition for her to actually start to even get that, you know, push any yeah. sort of pop. Yeah. So, I mean, AOP is doing what they need. I mean, the difference between AOP and, and Sanity is Sanity got pushed right with New Day. Yeah. So they got a good – you know, very they got a veteran, right out of the gate, a veteran established tag team, and AOP's just been squashing motherfuckers. Yeah, well, that but they haven't been on TV for like two months. They didn't have anything for them. No, that's just that's yeah. the problem is, is they didn't have anything. So but sanity wasn't either. And look at their their yeah, but I mean they find, but they found something for them. Yeah. Like it was like AOP. They brought them in, realized they had nothing for them. Like they brought them in, realized they had nothing for them, pulling them off of TV. So when they would have been hot. Right out of the out of the jump, when they had Paul Ellering and all that, they pulled him off the TV for whatever reason. Who knows why? I mean, they, okay, they didn't have nothing for him, so they pulled him off the TV. And then all of a sudden, you know, the fans are like, "Okay, well, you know, there's nothing to get behind because it wasn't like they were right fresh out of the gate like they did when they came out of NXT." That's just my opinion, but yeah, I mean, they they did lose some momentum, but I mean, what are you gonna do? They're 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 a good team, and I mean, they're. The lack, yeah, I mean, lack of real English being spoken could hurt them, but depending on what they oh, do definitely. and how they book them, because we know how we know how good old Vince McMahon feels about people who don't know how to speak good English. Speaking all English, God forbid. That shit's funny. Yeah, well, they, you know what they need to do more of, and I just side, side <laughs> point. 
is what Renee Young and Shinsuke Nakamura are doing in the back, where Nakamura and Renee have this banter back and forth. Yes, we're on wrestling banter, but they have this banter back and forth where he's always like cracking jokes. Me speaking no English, a bad connection. You know, yeah. the stuff that he's like, he's bantering back and forth. And Jericho did that with Tom Phillips and um, uh, what's his Kevin Mike Rome. Oh. No, Mike Rome. He kept mixing them up. He'd call him Mike Tom. Tom. Oh Mike yeah, Mike yeah, Tom. yeah, yeah. And why they don't get these freaking interviewers to do anything other than ask a few questions. And when they give the answer, stand there and look shocked and dismayed. Like, Oh, they must be, you know, give them that, what they've been doing with Renee Young and Shinsuke. Yeah. It actually makes you want to watch the interview. We get that you have lines you have to deliver, throw some jokes and banter back yeah, and forth to, to cloud up that line that has to be delivered. So it doesn't feel like you're just, I am here. Lucha, well, they, 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 Lucha, good things. You know, yeah. freaking Kalisto, <laughs> Lucha, good things. I mean, it's I, it's funny, but it's sometimes that you're allowed them to just kind of banter with the person they're working with, and then Boy, deliver go, the line goes into and the whole yeah, it, it, argument that I've said. Just let them actually maybe not be so scripted anymore. You know, you can still have them have a script, but let them find a way to deliver it. That's, that's the problem. Is there are so many of them now though that feel like they can't go off of that script. But so much. Well, they're doing something right with Shinsuke and her because yeah. he they're letting her letting him needle her. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could, what? Miss people not, you know, that stuff is is messing with the person interviewing. And they don't do that enough, no. I believe. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, you're talking about tag teams for the you know, on the men's side, you know, uh, yeah, wrong. B team. But there's a good possibility that if Roman does not capture that universal title, which I don't believe he will, I think Braun Strowman is going to somehow find his way into it and yep. destroy everyone. You have the ability, in my opinion, to have Seth Rollins and you take Seth away from the IC for a little while. You have Seth yeah, and Roman. Roman tag. And then something go down where Dean comes to try and save him when he returns, but he turns on both of them. And then you have full-fledged heel Dean Ambrose. They need not, to. Not to rub anybody, but just to give the well, heel. The problem is, is I mean, when Dean comes back, he's going to have that initial welcome back pop. Yeah, we, we got heels getting cheered. Nakamura still gets no, cheered. No, no, I know. But, you. well, I mean, what they can do is they can even wait a month and have him coming out there and, and teaming with them and then turn on them. Have them pop hard and then have them boo like crap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you, you do that, and then you could add – you could add, Dean could pick a, a – a partner and it could be anybody he could go, you know, get a lie. I mean, a lot yeah, yeah. do a bunch of guys. And then what you can do is you can have a few that builds for a while after the universal titles out of the, because Roman needs to stay away from it for a little while. He's been you away can, from it. Actually, you know, he hasn't held it in over two years. I'm not saying held it. I've been in the title picture just back. I know he had the IC run, but take him away from that. Let Lashley or do whatever. Let, you know, you got Drew McIntyre. You've got Finn at some point needs to get his. You got, you know, you could. Even, 205 Live. No. That's no. where he's going. No. He's 205 Live bound. It's his destiny. <sighs> Shut and your stupid horse. <laughs> they, they are going right. to go on 205 Live and take off. And Finn Balor is going to be the future. No. Well, when they call them guys up from NXT. Yeah. yeah. 
if if that's if that's the route they end up going and they don't put those guys on the main roster, then you're talking about a ton of star power, which we've alluded to in a couple of years. They could be stacked. The and that might be the place to go at that point. Yeah, if they also introduce. No, them. I think Finn does deserve something. They I, an IC title, I would be happy with at this point. But they keep on crapping on them. I don't know. Well, why. I, it's not crapping. I think they're using Ziggler for the reason they're using. Well, um, I mean, they, they, I just think that Finn right now doesn't have somewhere that he fits. Yeah. Into their puzzle. Yeah, but Ziggler, I mean, yes, he's held the title recently as far as the IC title, but he didn't have a really good No, Ziggler team. didn't have nothing for a while. I mean, he had Miz, but, I mean, that was good. And getting him over, and, it, and it's helping him as a heel. And but him works. and Seth have been good. So we'll see where that goes. But you got the wild card, Drew McIntyre. Here's something I was going to tell you real quick, sidebar, or something I read. Think about this. The fans crapped all over the Extreme Rules main event, Seth Rollins, and – Drew, doing the whole no, countdown. You, you mean uh, Ziggler? Ziggler, I'm sorry. Jeez. And they crap podcasting, right? God. And they, they incredibly out. <laughs> incredibly gone. They crapped all over. Well, they just they didn't crap. They they saw the they, they saw the clock. They started counting down because. But they, they weren't really paying attention to the match at that point. They're true, paying attention but to what the I've clock. Read, what I've read in a few different spots is it's the crowd was trying to get themselves over. It yeah, was, they, that's they, the problem. The crowd does that so much now. It was so really, what message though? Okay, I know if the fans are saying that. we hate Roman and this is why we crap on his matches in the main event, what message did you just send Vince McMahon with them doing the same thing to totally two different but guys? They also didn't say boring. They hijacked Roman's matches, but they with doesn't matter. Fans. They still hijacked that main event. It was a thirty. It should have been a thirty-minute fans paying attention classic, and they weren't. I can't they and, and 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 there's no rhyme or reason other than the fans these days are just a bunch of idiots and jerks that don't care about the product and they just worry about getting themselves over as opposed to actually doing what they should and just sitting back and watching a show and enjoying it for what it is. Yeah, I mean, as far as what you do with that, I mean, it it doesn't it does it, to me it doesn't say anything indication of those two men because they've had matches on Raw where this crowd's just going ape shit, right? So I but, think but, it was. Because if they had never put that graphic up on that board, I don't think that ever happens. I, well, I do. I think that they, they, the crowds these days, for whatever reason, they just look at hijacking the main event because they get off on it. But they wouldn't have counted down because they wouldn't have No, they had nothing to count down. They would have started doing something else. I mean, they could have. I, I mean, it, it's just, again, though, it's like I said, what message are they sending to anybody when you say, we don't want Roman, we hate Roman? This is why we're we're angry, and this is why we're we're rebelling against what you're putting out there, and this is why we're trying to hijack his main event. And you do it every other main event, every other match out there. What is that? That does that, all that says is these are these fans are a bunch of assholes that just want to get themselves over, as opposed to actually sitting back and watching wrestling. So what's the point to change what you've been doing? That's that's probably how Vince is going right. to look at it. Why why change? Nothing's working because everything I've done, nothing's working. So why give them anything? When they're going to crap on it anyway, I'm going to cater to the fans that watch on TV. It's weird. It seems like they crap on uh, they crap on the raw stuff more than they necessarily do. Like, I mean, AJ well, Styles is great. And it, it, everyone sits down and does their AJ Styles chants, but they shut up. But know? that's because that SmackDown is more wrestling focused than they are storyline focused. But you also, McMahon doesn't really have his hand in SmackDown except for just giving the okay on the final show. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean. He is there at Raw, changing stuff on the fly, and I mean it's it's just so tonight. 
Yeah. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. The man. The myth. The what? Bob Lashley. Because apparently we're calling him Bob now. Mm-hmm. The, can't call him Bobby. I guess it sounds too much like a child. Like a little boy, I guess. Yeah. Come on, Bob. Let's go. Let's Bobby's go the wrestling match. Yeah. Um, uh, who do you think wins? I, I got a hunch that they're probably going to go Roman. I think Bob. No. Well, I, I think no. actually. No. If they do, if they do, it's it be makes sense. No, if they do. Yeah, that's a good That's a good possibility. Here's here's three scenarios. Well, one you said draw, which mm. would work. You have but that would be a count out or a double DQ or any of that. So you have Roman go over, and now they have one win a piece against each other. So right. they both have a legitimate gripe for being in that batch. Kurt ends up saying, Fine, both of you could be in that batch. Or my third and my favorite idea. <laughs> they're having that match. I don't care if it's crap or if it's the best match you've ever seen in your entire life. Roar. Braun Strowman yeah. comes out, lays everyone out. I don't care if it's refs, everyone who come. I mean, people are trying to pull him off. He's he's punching announcers in the face. You know, I don't care. Give one to Michael Cole. Just get, let him get these hands. And then he stands over him. Kurt comes out, says, what are you doing? Or whatever Kurt says. Yeah. Um, WWE. <laughs> uh, you know, you have Kurt come out, and then he says, you know what, I'm – he pulls the John Cena and he cashes in his contract for a fight at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam, and but Kurt has no way. choice to, but to put Bobby Lashley, sorry, Bob Lashley, and Roman Reigns in the match, fatal four way, and you have Strowman literally just annihilate everybody. That's what they need to do to really. They can have those three guys monster. team up on on Brock. You know, have him team up on Braun, beat him down a few times. Oh, they're gonna, well, they can do that. Eventually, he gets that second win, and he yep. just wrecks shot. And I don't care who he pins, but he needs to pin. In my opinion, he needs to pin Brock Lesnar. Oh, absolutely! If you want to get him over as that person, he they need to eat it and go. Yeah, eat it and go to the UFC and yeah, go to that work. Yep. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> seen Kane Velasquez is training at you uh, yep. at the Performance Center, and Cormier is even talking about. Yep. It's like everybody wants to come here now that Brock's leaving. It's like, oh, Brock's gone. Sweet. Yep. I yep. think Cormier could actually be good because he has an understanding well, I mean, of, Ronda- of promos. No, he has an understanding of promos. Oh, no, they all do. Work. They're all learning it. They're le- Cormier is the best. It's because it's the work. But Cormier is the best. It's because it's all Cormier work. and McGregor are the two guys that yes. can do it the best. McGregor knows how to talk him into the seats. I mean, if, if he didn't, why do you think he was able to get a, a the, the fight that he got? I mean, him and Floyd met Money Mayweather, two of the biggest shit doggers out there, they knew that they could hype everybody to watching that. Yeah. They knew that they were going to get there. I mean, it, it, it really – okay, here's what's funny. Why do people watch those UFC fights? A lot of times because of the promos that they cut on each other leading up to the fight. Storyline in the in the press conference, right? And these guys aren't scripted; they're just straight. You know, I hate you. I'm going to kick your ass and go in there and kick your teeth down your throat. And I'm like, okay. That's what they used to do in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Then they took it away from them. Yeah. Well, publicly traded company. Yeah, I get it. But they, if they, if, if they you were off your stockholders. And their crap is zooming through the room. Yeah, it is. Right now, you are not touching. I'm about to buy some stock in WWE. You are not going to touch. Sorry. Sorry, WWE. Yeah, you do not. Right now, WWE does not touch their formula. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. WWE. WWE. There you go. Yeah, you you, you do not touch 
your formula right now of your WWE because you're eighty something dollars a share. You think Kurt will do anything else, or is no. he done? Uh, I don't know. He may have a match or two, but I think uh, he's pretty much. I mean, I think he he got his rocks off and realized that his knees just ain't quite up there anymore, brother. Oh God, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, we do not endorse. Brothers, no, we do not endorse all Hogan. Listen here, dude. Okay, this is not what this podcast is about. <laughs> well, let's see. Is there any other matches though that they've advertised for tonight? Lisa got a match. Uh, no, she's just got a you know further. Uh, you know, Rhonda's out. Oh, I'm yeah. sure no, she Rhonda came back. No, she's out for another week. Oh, she, she came back, beat her up, said you're suspended for another week, but got a title fight. Makes complete and utter sense. I guess it's because she's on Shark Week right now. She is. Uh, yeah. She no. She was like on that Shark After Dark. Well, she can. That was live. All she wants, but it was live Shark After Dark. We'll see. We'll see how her and, and Alexa can have a match because I'm curious to see if that's going to work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, give Alexa credit for all she's done, but Rhonda's a different. Rhonda worked well with Nia, and she's a Rhonda's much bigger. Good with everybody that she's been in there with so far. So, but Alexa's a lot smaller. Sometimes, sometimes it's a little bit difficult for people with the the size difference. I mean, she made it work with Nia, but it's still Alexa. You just got to be concerned with if it's going to be how quick it's going to be done, if it's going to be a squash, if it's going to be a 10, does, 15 minute match. Uh, how about Dolph? Does he have a match tonight? Um, I don't think so. I haven't read anything. I haven't either. Maybe we should just check and see, but you know, and bound to have hyped something up. Um, Another B team, like we said, we mentioned that one, which by the way, I'm very happy to finally see Bo Dallas getting a title and Curtis Axel. Well, Curtis had the, the yeah, title. And I, I mean, for whatever over. reason, that poor man has just never gotten his just due when it, when he's needed it. So, I'm not really seeing anything from them saying what's going on uh, tonight. No. That's kind of weird. Well, it's only one o'clock in the afternoon. Very true. And, uh, well, I mean, I think they're mainly hyping the whole Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, I think that's the, the focus of it tonight. Because I mean, um, I mean, even on WWE.com, all they're pretty much talking about is the main thing that we've just hit on, which is Ronda Rousey and Lashley and Roman. And yeah, that's, there are three big. There are three big matches. Yeah. Everything else is just going to be – it's just going to be curious what they do with – because, you know, Finn in that match with Roman, I mean, that crowd was just ready to explode. Yeah. He hit that coup de gras. Yeah. Oh, no, he looked great. Last week's match was amazing. They and That match was a lot better than the, the actual Lashley match. That just did not – I totally enjoyed that match. It didn't work out too well. But with, with Drew and Finn and – Roman, for whatever reason, they just got there. Was a couple spots I didn't like, like you know, Drew taking the chair to the back where he's, you can visibly see him looking over his shoulder to catch it. And then when he got hit the second time, he kind of he hit him, but it, he didn't. I don't know the whole getting hit and then going through the second rope or going yeah going through the second rope and going out to the outside isn't believe- fall on the ground and roll yourself out. Just roll underneath the rope. Make it look a little bit like hit, get hit, fall down, and just roll. But that whole thing of getting hit, and then we see you like grabbing the rope to help get yourself out. It, it looks really uh, it some looks guys trashy. know how to fall right through the ropes, and other guys don't. Drew McIntyre jumped over the top rope. 
I saw it. I mean, so you can't tell me he don't know what he's doing. Well, I mean. I mean, he did offended. All three of those dudes can jump over. And for Drew's size and him to be able to pull that off was ridiculous. Well, Roman can do it. Yeah, Roman flies straight. This guy oh, did exactly yeah. what Finn did and did a flip and landed on Roman. Yeah. It's just like I hadn't seen him do that yeah. NXT Drew, Drew's gonna Drew is going to be looking good pretty soon. I mean, I mean you, you, you at some know. point they're going to have a blow off with Drew and – and Dolph, I'd assume. I yeah. just don't know when. But, um, well, but you know, where do you how go? long they can drag it out. Yeah. Where do you go with Seth? I think Seth and Drew may have a match coming up soon. I'd imagine. Uh, you know, maybe another one on Raw. But at some point, somebody's got to try to divide them. So they're going to have to give it Oh, yeah. Somebody. No, but I mean. I- Bob, Bobby Roode. Oh, I guess we can call him Bobby. Bobby Roode came out last week. Maybe that's why we can't have a Bobby Lashley. Maybe because it's got to be Bob. Bobby, Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode, and Bob Lashley. Yeah, and we can't have two Bobbies. Yeah, we're not able to. We're too many Bobbies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, last last week, you know, Bobby Roode came out and then uh, face off with Ziggler. That was a pretty good match. I thought he actually had a good chance. You know, I thought it was funny because Ziggler's like, "Yeah, you have a match." I didn't say, "Oh yeah, title. No, no, title. great, <laughs> good job, good job on whoever wrote that." That was a good heel move. Whoever's writing Sasha and Bailey needs to get shot. I don't know who it is. But they, 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 I don't think they have any idea where they're going with that. Look, Jeff, I love you. Okay, I finally said it. I, I, I love you, man. I, just, I love you. I don't know what they're doing with that. I, they, I don't think they know what they're doing. And I, think, I think they may have pulled a pulled it back because if they're going to introduce tag titles, they may have pulled it back for them. Yeah, they. I could very well see them winning those titles and then holding on to them like, and then blowing off and then just beating the crap out of each other at Mania. They might do that. I mean, this back and forth, yes, we're getting tired of it. But if you actually stick them <laughs> together and give them a reason to be together, right? that's fine. But this whole having them pair up all the time but not having a reason for them to be together. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure if they're lesbians now or what this I love uh, hey, is. You know, I'm not quite sure. Maybe. Why we only got to see Dr. Shelby once and then never saw him again. I thought that was kind of dumb. Because he got into being lesbians. I guess. I and know. he said, this is the way that y'all need to go. And you know, mirror society today. You gotta, you gotta have a lesbian in there somewhere. Well, Sonya Deville's openly gay. Well, dating Seth Rollins' ex girl that got fired for Nazi <laughs> tweets way back in the day. So I mean, more power to you, hey, Kyle. Um, we don't endorse Nazism either. No, sorry, that's a horrible joke. A bad joke. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, oh, I've told you that before, but you're maybe half asleep when I told you. Probably. Um, but tonight has a possibility to be good. I mean, I'm kind of more excited for SmackDown and what they're doing with Randy because I don't know if he has an ear fetish or what his deal is or he just doesn't like gauges, but that looks painful. Like him ripping on his gauged ear. Oh, yeah. Painful. Yeah. And that's... That's the heel we need over there because Nakamura is technically a heel, but he's a comedic heel. Yeah. He's not. I mean, yes, he does the low blows. That's his thing. But that's more of a cheating comedic. And he's always smiling. Like Randy just looked angry for no reason. Like what did what did what's Jeff done? And he kept saying, you want to know why I'm doing this? You want to? But he didn't say anything, so it's they're, they're oh, dragging yeah. it out to where they're going to find out why. Because I'm not sure if it is to go against Shinsuke. Um, I'm not sure if it's not to 
push Jeff out of there and push Jeff towards AJ eventually because AJ and, and Jeff could have a good match because by all assumption, it's going to be Samoa Joe versus AJ at SummerSlam. And I'm not sure if they pull the title off AJ yet because he he's it. So it's, it's one of those things where Shinsuke has some possibilities and you can get some lower card guys in there and, and fighting for it. And if he does it, somebody's going to have to win a title back and have actual title fights on the show. So whether it's Shinsuke starts doing a Japanese open challenge, um, possibly, or you get the belt off Ziggler and have a, a face win the title and have open challenge. Cause I enjoyed having those. Um, my big thing right now is that technically three of your four major title holders being both women's and both the men's uh, main titles, three of the four are, are in a sense heels. Brock Lesnar's now a heel because he's not showing up. Right. Alexa Bliss is a heel because she's always been and Carmella is a heel. Right. AJ Styles is your only face. In my opinion, I believe there should be some, at least a balance where if a face, a woman is the face and she's the champion that you have a, a heel men's champion, because if all of it is his heels or all of its face, it's kind of gets a little drowned out after a while. It's the same tactics. Yeah. But we're seeing the same tactics with Carmella. We saw with Alexa. True, but the thing is, people do like to see a face finally get that belt and have that chase. That's why I think Braun's going to win the Universal. Yeah, I think you're going to see it probably switch up. Actually, we're going to see more face champions over heels. Uh, but I think Samoa eventually wins it from AJ. I don't. I think AJ's going to keep it for a little bit longer. I don't know who's going to get it off of him, but I don't think Samoa's going to get it. Unless they're building towards him and Daniel Bryan. But, you know, Nakamura's also said he wants Daniel Bryan. Well, that could be SummerSlam. Because Randy could just come back and picked on somebody, and he has Randy and Jeff could just be having a match, or or they don't even have to have a match. He could just be he could start attacking other people. Yeah, Jeff not show up, and he comes out during someone else's match and attacks him. Which it's looking like Jeff may not be around much. Who knows with uh, possible injuries and yeah, I mean take some time off. But heel Randy Orton against AJ Styles would be be a really good match. Really good match. Did they face each other? Um, I don't know if he was this. Vicious. He's not. He wasn't back to like what you know. What no, we've seen. Or Randy. I was wondering if they faced each other with AJ as a heel and Randy when he was a face. Um, I'm not sure. That would be when AJ first came in. And I don't remember. Yeah, but it, it's it's the thing with him going back to that vicious viper and possibly the legend killer thing where he's just adamant on ending people's career and hurting. Well, he, and he started winding his career down. I think too. Yeah, and so and, and then you always have the wild card, which is Juan Cena. Yeah, Juan, Juan Cena. Where Good old Juan? Will he be at SummerSlam? Is he still dating Nikki Bella? <laughs> I mean, he's there. does he want children and plant his seed? We don't know. Yes, I mean, he says he does, but who knows? Ah, <sighs> so another thing that's making me mad in the wrestling. <laughs> What's that? Chair shots. Chair shots. They effing suck. Whoa. They can't deliver them to the face. It doesn't have to be to the face. Swing that thing like you mean it. Okay, Finn Balor's chair shots, the first two sucked. And then he went off on Roman. That's how you do it. Just swing for the fences and just let some aggression out. If you're going to use a chair, if you're going to use a weapon, have some damn aggression to it. Don't just go... 
that that thing they did that Alexa did with Nia, where she like chair shot at her stomach. Uh, yeah, well, they try that one normally with the edge of it, whatever. That doesn't normally work. No, he, she threw it straight at her like she was hitting her with a I mean, shot. to me, you know, because you can't do it to the face anymore. I don't know that they should use them because even across the bag, it's not like, I mean, before it used to be hit them in the face and you could knock somebody out. It made sense. Metal chair to the face. Yeah. High rate of speed. You knock them out. Okay. And give them concussions and eventual CTE and they. Well, but then we realize that that's not what you're supposed to do. Who knew? Who knew? You're not supposed to hit people in the head with, you know, hard objects. Well, I mean, back in the day, I mean, football, they used to not have protection on the helmets. They just ran around with leather on their head. We were all retarded then. So smarter now. Well, maybe not smarter. No, because you can't tell me the rest of the world's gotten any smarter because you got guys lighting themselves on fire and doing moves now. So, oh, you saw that clip of that guy? I've seen a few of them. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them now, and and you got guys trying to do. You know, moonsaults to the outside from the top turnbuckle, and the guy is draped around the, the ring post. And you're, or, I mean, eventually somebody is going to either die or get seriously injured. I don't know if that's what it's going to take, but you know, you can sit there and say chair shots look like doo doo, but I'd rather take those over somebody who does a pile driver on the apron and make it look like you're going to break their neck. True. I'm just saying, you know, swing it with some authority. Oh, I agree. I mean, it is to the back. No, and maybe it's not going to be the most devastating. I, I, swing I, I, it I expect the men to. I don't expect the women to be able to then throw get that chair, but so don't much. Put them in there. Don't put. Them I get it, but see, part of the problem is, is a they, kendo stick works just fine. I agree, but part of the problem is, is they they try to make the women as much like the men's matches as they can. They shouldn't. They should let them be their own thing. They can't let them stay right? because then they're being sexist. They're not being sexist, they just let them be their own thing. No, you you're being, have to, you just, have to but to them. the world, you're being sexist if you don't let them. Swing compete and like that. Like that? Well, well, you don't know. let them compete like against like it, the men. It doesn't do. look like it works. He dropped a cigarette. I got it. Over here, dropping cigarettes on the floor. Oh, yeah. cool. But, I mean, you know, you, uh, I don't know. It, it's hard to say where they're going to go with that one. I mean, uh, the women and, and, and all, I mean, that's kind of like why I got a problem with the intergender deal that they do on indie shows. I don't think that it should be done. I think it's garbage. I think it's stupid, and there's no need for it. But yet you got people who are like, oh, well, it's just wrestling. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, really, you just need to get with the times. I mean, what don't you understand? I'm sorry. Any man in America these days, the majority of men can beat the hell out of most women. That's a federal offense. If you want to uh, no, I'm not talking about whether you can, if you do it, but I'm not talking life. whether you can get charged with it. What my point is. You know, just look at body sizes and everything. You should not be, you know, it's like women. What are, what are, I'm sorry, James Ellsworth could not beat up a lot of women, in my opinion. There's certain guys who just don't, who can't. Well, okay, but see, he, he, his gimmick works right now. He's getting his ass kicked by the women because he looks so like he's showing. They're showed. giving their, the, the women's power the thing they want. Asuka kicking him like he's a pinata. Yeah. All right, right. so, anyway. yeah. Explain, explain to our, if we have listeners, um, explain where Jeff the Ref came from. Your origins, <laughs> the origin story of Jeff the Ref, real quick. Just a quick background on who you are. Oh, oh, oh man! Um, and that's it, folks. That's that's uh, that's his story. Uh, there's nothing else to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I um, well, you know, I got started. 
uh, doing a thing in, in the backyard with some friends and um, <clears throat> back in the 90s and late 90s. And back then you weren't even really supposed to acknowledge that you did backyard wrestling. Yeah, it was like a no-no. Kind of like it is today, but today they don't look at it like nearly as bad as they did because so many of the known workers actually did compete in the backyard at some point. Um, you know, Matt and Jeff Hardy, uh, CM Punk, different ones like that. But anyway, got started there and there was a promoter who saw us and he asked if we wanted to go, you know, actually do it in a real ring. And it was like, all right. So I started doing shows with them and sorry, I had that's fine. Um, I started doing shows with uh, this promoter. His name was Dexter. He was a Shady McGrady. And um, what does Shady McGrady mean? It means he was a shady promoter. He was he wanted no good. He didn't want to pay you what you, you know. He would tell you he, he was gonna pay you a certain amount and not have it. You know, different various other crap that he would come up with. Oh, like most bosses these days. Well, I mean most employers. <laughs> anyway, so then. Um, Started doing the, you know, I started out, I was always a referee, and then they were, you know, did my thing and was reffing and, um, for a, quite a while. And now I do security for a local promotion here in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Plug them, um, man. Plug away. For VCW, Vanguard Championship Wrestling.com um, or VCW Wrestling.com, actually. And, um, do security for them and have a good time, man. It's, it's something I've been doing for 20 plus years. Been watching and been a fan since 1985. The year I was born. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I'm an old man. Um, yeah. 19. Yep. So I was eight years old. Years. I was eight years old when I started watching. You've been a fan as long as I've been alive. That's incredible. Uh, as far as the angry Mark Dave, thing goes it's because of how many angry discussions jeffrey and i have had jeff and i have had um numerous accounts uh it's been kind of like yelling matches and uh not to mention he has another friend named dave so i had to have some sort of moniker yeah can't can't be two daves just like there can't be two bobbies <laughs> so I, I just said he was angry, Mark Dave, because he would just get angry with most everything going on in the wrestling world and what was wrong. That's right. I want change. And what 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 was he's your typical internet reading? Whoa, internet whoa, watching. Whoa, you know. Whoa, it, 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 you Back know. Dave Meltzer supporting. What in the holy hell has this gotten into? This is this, this podcast <laughs> maybe our first and last. Is the way this is going. But that's I mean, no, I'm kidding. It, it, it's I, I uh, he has a different view than I do. But I mean, I'm I'm somebody who's in it, and I kind of can see him from a different set of eyes. And I, you know, but I get it. You know, it, I, it's I get where he comes from with a lot of it. But then trying to explain why they do certain things, it's hard to explain when you don't when you can't really put words into it other than just saying, well, they're doing it because of this and it's always worked. It doesn't mean it's always going to work, but it's always worked before. So, I mean, it's why now. They, well, I mean, it may not work now, but it has. It has. I grew up watching wrestling. I never was as, you know, I didn't, I was blissfully ignorant to a lot of stuff. So I didn't notice a lot of stuff. And after meeting uh, the ref here, I was made aware of a lot more things that go on the ring. So now it's, 
I'm able to pick stuff up a lot easier and I'm able to figure out stuff a lot better than I used to be. But in some senses, it kind of sucks because it took away the blinders that I had when watching it. Yeah. Um, and I actually stopped watching for a lot of years and then met the ref and started hanging out and watching with them and uh, got back into it and, you know, kind of haven't turned back since, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I do get angry at times, uh, especially when 205 left and Balor gets talked about like that, yeah. you know, that's, that's my boy. And then, uh, but if Roman, if Roman comes on the TV, you're, I'm crying. You're, I'm, he's, I'm ready to throw, he's ready to just, I, I mean, I'm ready to put somebody through a table. Yeah. He's ready to, I think throw something through my TV set. Thank God he has it. Um, and it's not, let's get this. He straight. used to actually hate Charlotte Flair for some reason. I, I admit, I, I mean, never understood why. I didn't, I didn't dislike her <laughs> in rig ability. I didn't <laughs> like that. I felt like, yes, I know her dad is her dad, but I also didn't like the fact that it. But it she's made, gotten way away from that now. She's gotten way away from that, but it, for a while there, it's just. When they, when she first started, because she was with him, she had a lot of comparisons to him. And they realized that, so therefore they took him away from her. And now look at her; it was either sink or swim, and she was able to. And she, yep, she's came done, out. She's I mean, she busted good. out of the gate. But you know, it's one of those things where I just—I mean, I've never really gotten to Natty either. There's certain people that I just can't. I've never gotten to Dean Ambrose. You never got into Naomi. Never gotten to Naomi. Never. He thinks that she only gets privilege because she's Samoan. Yeah, she's part of the Samoan dynasty, so now she gets the Samoan privilege, the Samoan rub. Unless your name is Samoa Joe, then you don't get no kind of love. You're part of the other Samoans. Yeah, you're the you're the you know blacklisted Samoans. Apparently, it's one of those things where you know there's certain people that cannot just they don't interest me. Dean Ambrose is one of them. He's a, a you know that stupid rebound through the ropes clothesline crap. That's what I get most angry about. You want to hear? Yeah, that, yeah, that one get that it, get stupid it. move where he's looking yeah. backwards. He catches himself he let, in the ropes he, yeah. and slings himself back. He, he has a problem with it when he ends about the sixth or seventh one, you know. The 25th one is is 24 too many. Yeah. Uh, Dave's okay if he only hits one, then he's okay. But other than that, you watch out, world. It's the same thing with, you know, 50 spears and 22 Superman punches and all that. But, like I said, that formula has worked in the past. It's always worked. You look at Hogan. You look at a Hogan match. Punch, punch. Listen here, brother. Big boot, leg drop, done. What's the difference? I didn't like it then either. What about Goldberg? We'll bring up your man Goldberg there, who you did like when you were growing up. So why do you think so many kids like uh, Roman now? Because they're dumb. (laughs) The youth of America are dumb. Just like I was. I was dumb too, because when I went back and watched it, it's like, oh yeah, that is kind of garbage. But as a kid, you're right. I looked up to it, I was like, man, that dude's powerful. And he looked, he looked powerful. I'm not saying Roman looks okay, as a kid, if you look at Roman Reigns as a child, not an adult, if you looked at him through a child set of eyes. Okay, I'm doing it right now. And you're just sitting there and imagine him. He could be your Superman that saves you from all the evil in the world. He could be my he could also be my hero. And I could be your hero, baby. Job, you got that reference. Anyways, there's there's a level of you know Goldberg had a lot of he was he was quick too. No, that was the one thing. Hogan was slow and lethargic. <laughs> I didn't like that. I, I never liked Hogan. I never got into. Well, no, but I mean, I, I wouldn't expect you really. No, but see, 
you are watching Darren Hogan's peak of the eighties. Uh, you weren't even born. Watching it, I still don't. You're only know. three. Yeah, it's it's all right. It's still not. It's not. I'm going to expect you in diapers to be going. Yeah, Hogan. It's not. Acceptable. I mean, I was a little Hulkamaniac. I admit well, it's it. Great. I didn't, in 1986, I, I was praying for Hogan. I didn't. I didn't eat my vitamins or say my prayers or anything like that. But 1986, I, I, look I, where it got me though. Yeah, so I, apparently, I, I should have done something. <laughs> you know, something different in my life. But you know, Macho Man Randy Savage was one of my favorites. Undertaker was one of my favorites. Okay. And it, it's just, you know, yes, Undertaker had a slow pace as well. And I understand that anyone's comparison. He did when he first came out, he had a very slow, but I also stuck with Undertaker through everything. And he got, he adapted and changed and changed and changed. He's, and he's, he's, he's timeless. Well, he's one of the few that's actually been able to change his character. Had Hulk Hogan never went heel. Hogan he'd gone to NWO, he would have been dead. He was, he, it, well, no, he was dying in 95. He was done. If he hadn't turned heel in 96. But he didn't change anything in the ring. That's my thing. Like, at least. No, actually, when he turned heel, he was willing to lose at that point. Oh. Okay. Well, I didn't say willing to lose. I was saying moveset. I, like I said, uh, John, John Cena has have his stale moves that he still does, but he has attempted and done very well with most guys. Okay. See, we could get into this one really quick. Most wrestlers out there have a set of moves that they're expected to go out and deliver. I get that. Don't hit it 50 times and try to add different stuff to your repertoire. Even if it's, you do it one time. Problem is though, is we got to play to the video game society of kids. And the kids want to be able to do those moves video on a so video the game. Death of our children. And they want to, you know, they want to be able to do the same move that they saw them do on TV. They want to be able to do it on their video game, so they well, can. Great, they it. can do it on their video game, but the, I don't need to see it on TV to want to do it in the video. I should be able to do a four fifty backwards. But they also know that they're, the they're, they're five. Power they know with five, my toe. They're five to seven moves that they always pull. I, I understand hit. they have to hit those. I'm talking about actually adding a different move in here and there to to spice it up a little bit. Try to incorporate the match differently. I think the majority of the guys, they become complacent, too. Well, then they need to get the F out. Well, Go on the indies and get motivated, apparently, because that's the only place these guys can get motivated. True. They, they, that's where they do get motivated, where they can actually – Express themselves. Why do you and think? Exercise. Why do you think? You know, baseball players get sent to the minor leagues when they're struggling because sometimes they get complacent. And they have to get them remo. Oh crap! I'm sent down the minors. I'm this sucks. Oh yeah, I mean, I you, you want to go back to yeah, you want to get back to the big time. So it's one of those things where I think it benefits. I think it would benefit them completely to throw guys back down on NXT. Oh totally, I totally agree. I, some of those. Guys I think if you were to, if you were to if you were to take. Any number of them. I, and I, I can't even give you names specific, but if you were to take any number of them and put them down at NXT even for a month or two, get them off of regular TV because not everybody watches NXT. That's been proven. Um, so you put them down at NXT and you make them even tour with the NXT group. They don't get the private buses other than whatever NXT does. They don't get the private jets other than what NXT does. They got to go do the house shows. They got to help set up the ring again. They got to do all that. As they should. And bring it back to the basics of where they either A, came from or what they never had to experience, but now you get to. I don't I don't know if they'll do that because, you know, there's certain guys that think could benefit from it, whether or not they ever pull that trigger. I think it would be smart to at least try, but they're so interested in signing all these other people. Kind of goes, though, with what I've said, too. Is that, I mean, I think right now you could almost – I don't know why they don't 
do like a, a territory type system with known indies out there, ones that are known indies that they can trust, your Maryland Championship, your Evolution, your VCW. Your VCW. Yeah, I was getting ready to actually say them. Booker T's uh, group down in um, ROW down Reality in. Reality Wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And the, the ones that they know that they can trust, let them be a part of the WWE quote unquote system or a part of their, you know, training system. And, yeah. you know, okay, like VCW, we got our Liberty Lottery, our big show. We got two big shows. A When's year. that coming up, Jeff? That's just, a, that's just uh, Saturday on the July the 28th. On the WWE Network for only that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, but it will be on the VCW Network in about a month. Um, but though, anyway, you know, where if they were to sit there and say, okay, you're an indie group, you got a big show coming up on this date, we, and we're going to let you have, uh, we'll, we'll let you have a Cesaro and Sheamus for that show to face your tag champs and to kind of, you know, boost up your, your deal. And throughout the year, though, guys who, who we may be using at NXT, who we're looking at or looking at bringing in the NXT, whatever. Okay, we're going to let them wrestle for your organization as well. In addition to, I mean, Lord knows you're a billionaire, uh, you know, billion dollar company, whatever. You're making tons of money now. You know, pump a, you know, a few couple thousand dollars so that they can run shows on a monthly or, or a couple, every couple of weeks as opposed to every month or monthly, you know, every couple of months. I think then you may be able to do something. I mean, it would help. I mean, you know, if you if you have some of these guys who they're bringing in that are never done wrestling, they don't have the appreciation that somebody who was told away on the indies for 15 years and finally getting that chance. Yeah, I mean there there's there's ways for them to to help these guys out to kind of give them get them some juice back under them. Uh, whether or not they figure that out, don't know. It'll be main to see. So uh, you know we've got about you know six minutes thirty seconds left on this podcast. This first one. Um, it'll get better. Yeah, it'll get better. We're going to actually come up with more stuff to actually talk about. We'll do reviews of SmackDown and Raw. Hopefully get some NXT, guests. Get some guests. Uh, Jeff knows a lot of people. Um, <laughs> I know a few. Let me just call random people up and see what they got to say. <laughs> just, just randomly call somebody's number up and be like, hey, we're doing a podcast. No, you don't know us, but Joe, um, tell us what your opinion is on wrestling. And if they say they hate it, then, you know. Okay, we'll move on. Move we'll on, hang up else. the phone, call grandma. Maybe she has some fond memories of watching grown men grope themselves in a wrestling squared circle. You know, you got to I, – I, I swear it's amazing that – honestly, this is kind of funny. You're talking about groping men in a squared circle and all that. It's amazing that back in the 80s, they used to – I mean, some of these videos, because they were geared towards women. Mm-hmm. But course. you had a lot of men watching. I mean, keep in mind, and young young men too. I'm really surprised that, you know, it's like you didn't have more guys getting accused of being gay because some of these videos look downright like they're out of a porn video for, for a woman back then. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you had the, well, I mean, fabulous rude. ones, just, fabulous ones used to come to the ring with a bow tie and suspenders and looking like Chippendales. And basically that was their gimmick. Um, then you had the the what is it the mutant turtles the teenage mutant <laughs> no they weren't teenage they no were no yeah yeah the they, toxic turtles yeah the toxic turtles they were my favorite Certain, of all time yeah they the they, greatest tag they team lasted all in two the shows. history of wrestling the toxic turtles they were two shows if you don't like it then you don't have to freaking listen to this podcast 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 well I'm 
Look, this is anyway. going to get better. Yeah. My English, not very good. Good English. Me speak no English. So, you know, I'm just. No, definitely going to have some people that we will be getting on here. Um, incorporate some music, some entrance music. This is just building a foundation. Uh, you know, if you guys like it, give us some applause. Give us some likes. Let us know. Uh, we'll be posting on Jeff the Ref's Twitter and my Twitter account. Um, With know, no followers. No. who? Yeah. No, I have four. Oh, are, are they real? Probably not. <laughs> I just started this, man. Give me some slack. I don't know a lot of people that that tweet or twat or <laughs> twatter or whatever it is. I've never. I don't Twitter, twatted tweeter. I don't do that stuff. So this is all for this. Uh, no other reason. We'll get it out there, and then um, hopefully get some people out there and, and get it out there and get it heard and listen to. I mean, like I said, I know of a few people. Um, one of them who I, I'm interested in bringing in. Uh, she was a former WWF Women's Tag Team Champion. She went by the name Princess Victoria. Um, very good. She was actually one of Moolah's girls and very opinionated where that whole Moolah deal went down a few months back there at Mania time. Yeah, the May Young Classic. Um, Probably not the Moolah, famous Moolah. Yeah, yeah, where they were, you know, the backlash on that. Yeah. Um, Brian Pillman Jr. is another one. He's a fallopian tube-looking trophy. Yeah. Brian Pillman Jr.? Brian Pillman Jr. Possibility of getting him up here. Yeah. Um, Maybe we can even get some uh, VCW guys. To, oh, yeah. We definitely can get them every day. Um, but we'll probably do um, a recap of Raw. Probably just a 30-minute short show. Just recap of what we thought and uh, where we think things might be headed. Yeah. Same for SmackDown and NXT. Uh, you know, we'll do Heat as well. And we'll do Velocity. Um, Superstars, yeah, main Monday, event. We'll do Monday Nitro too because that's in and Thunder. Okay, we're, we're just gonna, gonna review it all. Review you never know all. what we're gonna put out there. That's right. We may do like an hour, hour and a half long episode, and maybe we'll just pick something to talk about or uh, have Jeff reminisce or uh, talk about the three stages of Doom match that was the greatest steel cage uh, Doom match of all time that Jeff showed me mm. uh, by far. By far the greatest. Hogan had to get in his time in the ring, but you know, never quite that, that understood actually, that. Hold up, you actually just kind of gave me a little idea. We should do that one time. Is just have me pick out a crap match and we'll record you watching the crap match with me. Mm. Or what, what was the uh, King <laughs> of the Road match? Yeah, that was Dustin. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Or uh, Hogan throwing the Big Show off of a right, sumo truck match. Oh yeah, but he threw him off the parking yes, garage, and then the he showed up. Yeah. Like nothing had happened. Seaweed. He had seaweed. It's right all seaweed because he hit water. and that's, That wasn't really that's below like there. Concrete. I mean, he actually hit concrete. But concrete. They made, yeah. Anyway, yeah. That was WCW. Thank buddy. you, Eric Bischoff. We love Thank you. Thank you. And to, uh, to, yeah, we do. So, all righty. Well, this is going to wrap up the first episode of uh, Wrestling Banter with yeah. Jeff the Rev and Angry Mark Dave. Uh, tune in next time for when we review Raw. And um, then we'll be reviewing SmackDown and NXT and uh, just keep tuned in. Listening. You never keep know listening. what we may be on here. You may never know what we might say. And crazy, crazy shit comes out uh, when we get. And every now and then we may have a Puerto Rican that interrupts us. Yes. His, we have a Rican that lives here. Uh, he dwells here. Um, He's come from the, the depths of wherever. The, the, the fugitive. <laughs> the fugitive as he was known in his wrestling <laughs> heyday. So thank you guys for listening. Check us out. 
and uh, share if you like. Let us know what you think. Give us any feedback.